Welcome to the Royally Confident Podcast on this amazing sexy Sunday where we delve into the world of confidence, self-esteem, and personal growth fit for royalty. I'm your host Janice and I'm here to guide you on a journey towards unlocking your inner confidence and living your best life. So if you're ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment, join me on the Royally Confident Podcast and get ready to unlock your inner confidence and reign supreme in your life today. Welcome back to Royally Confident with your host, Janice, your Royally Confident Coach, who helps women who got out of a toxic relationship get back into that dating game. So welcome back to my show. Okay. So today we're going to talk about the 10 most frequently asked questions when it comes to dating with confidence. So let's get started. But before we even get into that, I want you to hit subscribe and the like button and share this video for people who are ready to get back in the dating game after they experience a toxic relationship. Now let's get into it. First question is, how can you boost your self-confidence with dating? Okay, let me get real. First, you have to remember that you are the S-H-I-T. And I mean the S-H-I-T. And you have to be aware of that. Self-acceptance, self-awareness is literally the key to building self-confidence. Especially when you feel like you're about to tear yourself down. That's the moment where your self-awareness is like, oh, wait. I shouldn't talk about myself like that. I'm actually an amazing human being and I deserve this and I am beautiful just the way I am. So self-acceptance, self-awareness. The way to do it is make sure that you don't talk down to yourself and when you do talk down to yourself, that's when you gotta be like, mm, no, that's not right. You got to stop talking down to yourself. This will help you with self like accepting exactly who you are at the moment because you are an amazing person. Number two is I'm nervous about approaching someone I'm actually interested in. Okay, yes, confidence is like a huge thing, especially with someone like me who has social anxiety. Yes, your confidence be has social anxiety. That's something I have to work on and I've been going out and doing it. But to approach somebody that you're actually interested in a good way is to slightly bump into them and apologize and be like, oh, hey, my name's such and such. That's a good way. Also, you could just like be flirting. You just like kind of look at them in the eyes and be like, hey, and you could do that too. Sometimes they come, sometimes they don't come. I think I did it last weekend so I can get my friend somebody and he totally ignored us. And you know what? I was just like, whatever, I'm a badass. And just because you rejected us does not mean that like, that's going to crash my world. So it's cool. Like if you're so interested in someone, you just kind of have to take that leap and just like wave. And like me with someone who has social anxiety, I use uh, moments like um, I bumped into them, I accidentally stepped on their foot, or I'd be like, oh, I like your shirt. And then I'd probably like run away because I have social anxiety. But at least I took the leap. And the only way to get over that is actually like just going for it. Number three is so important is how do you even deal with rejection? Yes, dealing with rejection is a big fear for a lot of people. And one way that I deal with rejection is I remember that I am worthy of love. I am worthy of someone's attention. And if that person doesn't see it, that's really not my problem. That's their own, their loss, and I just move on. 
because I know I'm an awesome person and I know that someone's going to appreciate that. So if I get rejected by that person, it's not going to be a big deal because one, they could have been like a sociopath, narcissist, and I just dodged this huge bullet, huge bullet. So you just got to like, first, actually, let's start over. Like first, you have to be okay with the word no. How many times have you been told no when you were a kid or by a teacher or by an adult when you asked for something? Yes, no. Like, get used to that word and know that you being told no, like, oh, no, you can't have that pizza gum or no, you can't have the last pizza pizza. It's the same thing with saying, like, no, I don't want to date you. And once you're okay with being saying no, like hearing the word no and know that you're worthy regardless if you get rejected is like the biggest blessing and feeling because like I said last weekend I was trying to get this guy from my friend and he totally rejected us and I moved on and it didn't bother me at all it didn't bother me at all because I knew that we were like these really hot girls in this club like hanging out and I knew that there was someone that's gonna like want to talk to us and there was so it didn't really bother me and that was one of the ways that I overcame rejection was learning to accept the word no and know that those are blessings when someone doesn't want to be in your life number four should i fake confidence if i don't feel it i want to say yes because faking it till you make it is literally how confidence comes because a lot of us are really insecure but we can show confidence like i said i have social anxiety but my confidence is overwhelming and I love it. So sometimes I do fake the confidence and I work on the genuine confidence. So I have this social anxiety where it's hard for me to talk to new people like at a bar or even just like to make friends. It's like really, really hard for me to talk to them. So faking it for me is like, oh, if they enter the conversation like with me and my friends, then I like, oh, I, I could talk to them because they're in my circle. But me trying to get that genuine confidence out was like last week when I waved to a guy for us to come talk to us and he said no. That was me actually getting out of my comfort zone genuinely and it wasn't as hard as I thought it was. It's still hard for me to talk to like strangers and make friends without using someone to like introduce me to somebody. But I am working on getting that genuine confidence. So yes, faking it is like really helps you get towards there and working on the genuine confidence by getting out of your comfort zone and just taking the leap and know that the unknown is scary, but it's not as big as you dying. Yeah, it's like you're not going to die if, um, you know, like you get rejected or you're you're just not you're gonna be okay and you're gonna still be this badass walking up and anywhere you want and you're gonna like get out of that comfort zone and you're gonna just be like i can do this you just gotta keep practicing and practicing and when you realize people's reaction like when you really realize people's reaction to your confidence it helps like ugh, like make you even glow even more as this confident human being but you also want to hang around people that are just as confident or like more confident than you so you can like get some of that energy because you don't want to be around a lot of insecure people because you feel like you're lifting them up more than you're equally like sharing energy so usually when you hang out with groups at least have a couple of them that are like really confident 
and then maybe one that's a little not confident but not like all of them because then you won't feel confident so it does have to be has to deal with the people that you surround yourself with as well because now that I'm in Thailand I've been around a lot of amazing people that are so confident about the skin that they're in and they're always talking so well about themselves that it just like boosts my confidence even more so every day I'm leveling up and leveling up and getting that genuine confidence more and more and more which like yeah I have genuine confidence and I also have social anxiety so this really helps level up my confidence to be able just to talk to a random person when I'm by myself instead of having to have like a friend introduce me to somebody. I hope that answered your question. Number five is what role does self-esteem play in dating? Let me tell you, when you date men, they can sniff insecurities. They can sniff that shit out. And the first way that they're going to sniff it out is if you talk down to yourself. Like, I'm not that smart. I'm not that pretty. I don't even know why you're dating me. Like, you're just so... You talking down to yourself, uh, it's a sign of low self-esteem. But if you talk highly of yourself and be like, you know, yeah, I know. I know how to do this, that. Like, I go to school for this. I'm learning for that. I I know that I'm this amazing human being. Well, you know, all your accomplishments you just don't talk down to yourself with the dating they like get that confidence from you but as soon as you talk down to yourself like they can sniff it so you can either get into another cycle with a narcissist who like plays on your low self-esteem and insecurities or that person's not going to want to date you because they don't want someone who talks down to themselves so you definitely want to like really be confident when you are dating about who you are because you don't want to get into that cycle of a toxic relationship again and that you showing those insecurities right away to someone that you're dating and they might be a narcissist and they might play off that later on like oh no no you're not be you're beautiful like the you know they start with like oh yeah you're so beautiful and then later down when you're dating they'll be using your insecurities against you you don't need validation. You could validate it yourself. Don't use a guy for validation. That is just like a number one no-no in the dating world. Never use, even for men, like never use the person that you're trying to date as a form of validation for your worth. That is literally how you magnetize, like get people that are narcissists your way. Number six is how to maintain good body posture to show that you're like confident. So I've seen a lot of videos about like, you know, standing up straight and like, you know, just just standing up straight with like good body posture and the way you walk and stuff and you know, the way you stride and yeah, that does help. That really does help. Like good body posture, the way you stride, like showing up looking more confident. And another one I would suggest is walking with a purpose. Like walking with intention. Walk down the street like you're the baddest thing that people are looking at right now. Like, people could feel that energy. I'm telling you, like, people are like, yo, I'm a vibe. I'm like this goddess. And it's only because, like, I give this confident energy. And even if I'm, like, like I, sometimes I have bad posture. I'm not going to act like I'm, like, this insecure person because I'm really not insecure on some things, most things, <laughs> except for social anxiety. But I, I like kind of like smudge sometimes, but I still illuminate confidence. So it's just like a thought process and how you see yourself 
and then the way you speak, like everything you speak about is just confident. You're not second guessing things. You're not apologizing all the time. You're not talking down to yourself. Ugh, that's like the biggest one. And and you just want to like to sit confident. Pretty much what I really want to say, because I don't want to just give you posture because that's just one of them, is just be comfortable in your own skin. And people will see that. If you, like, love your body, it doesn't really matter, like, your posture. Like, I could just look like this or like this, and I'll, like, still be confident. And people will come up to me like, hey, hey, like, what's up? Because I'm just like, okay, like, you're so lucky you're in my presence. I may be a little cocky too, but I love myself enough to be okay with that. And your body language is just, just be comfortable. Don't be like. So what I like to do when I have social anxiety uh, to show confidence is like, I try to just do something with my hands. I really don't want to be on my phone either, but I try to get into conversations and I like laughing because, you know, everybody's funny. And I try not to just look down and, like, not at people. It's like a, just look around. Be like, yeah, I know, I'm not talking to anybody, but, like, I'm, I'm pretty dope. It's just the vibe you give off. So just be comfortable in your own skin. So no matter where you're at, you, your body language will just speak for you. You don't, you don't have to work that hard. But when you feel insecure, you're always, like, you're always trying to, like, hide your body, right? You're always trying to hide yourself. But when you're confident, you're like more open and you don't care. Like, look at you going, Jennifer. Like, you're just, you're just more open compared to like, close, close, close. Just, just, you just, yeah, just be more open and relax and you're okay. Things like that. Seven, what are some tips for good communication, like confident communication? on a date so some confident communication on a date would be being okay with who you are <laughs> that's literally like the biggest thing is being okay with who you are your goals the things you know the knowledge you possess the personality you have is just that one you don't want to you don't want to go on a date like when i tell people about dates because a lot of people are just so nervous because they want that person to like them and you have to realize that it's like a job interview. You're going in there as a job interview. Think, think of it as a job interview. You're going in for this job. And for most people, when they go into a job interview, they're like, I hope this job hires me. And that's what like, a lot of people go into dating is like, I hope this person likes me. They're so cute. They're so funny. I hope they like me. And then you try to twist all the words you say to fit the job description so they'll hire you, right? But you're not, you really don't know any of that, but you're, you're trying to get them to hire you. And that's like dating, like you lying to get that person to like you is not confident. It's just a bunch of lies and they find out eventually. So, this is good analogy too when it comes to this job interview because you got to remember that you want to do a job interview to make sure they're the right fit for you. So when you're dating, 
you're checking out this person you're dating to see if they actually fit with your standards, your wants, your goals, and all that. So when you go into that day, you just be yourself and you just communicate the way that you would communicate to your best friend or your friend. And you will know if they vibe with you because this is who you are around your friends. Then they're going to be like how you want them to be. But if you're just like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I love skating and you don't really like skating or you're just like, oh, no, it's just, it's, how do I explain it? It's just a little tough to explain. Uh, you want to be yourself like you are with your friends. And with me, I just go for the jugular when I do dating. I just be like, oh, hey, like, oh, like, I start with interest. <laughs> there we go. I start with interest. That interest me though that's the kicker this stuff interests me like this stuff interests me i don't it's cool if it interests him but it interests me i want like my boyfriend or who i'm dating or like someone i want to be my boyfriend to have similar interests as me so i'll be like oh do you like anime and then we'll go on a rant about anime or do you play video games and then, or we'll go on a rant about video games or do you like hiking? And then or talk about hiking. Or if you're into politics, be like, oh, what do you think about the president? You know, because you want someone to actually talk about politics with. You want to start talking about your interests, but asking them if they're interested in certain things you're interested in. So then you could talk normally like you would with your friends. And then you're just going to be like so chill and so like, because you're just like having this normal conversation like you would with your friends about games or anime, politics hiking or nature spirituality whatever you're like into and not only that you figure out what they're into and then you can see if you're like really aligned and if they fit your standards and then you know when you go more into the if you do like second date then you can go more into like um more like lists and wants like how do they treat people um you don't have to ask that that's a whole nother segment but the first part is like to communicate confidently start with just your interests your interests, not their interests. Now, don't ask them what are they into. More like, oh, do you like anime? Do you like video games? Oh, I like to talk about this or I like to do this. And then you guys could go from there. And then you will really see if you guys vibe because if they help keep the conversation going or you're just like asking all the questions and they're just giving you like small answers, then you know that you're not really going to vibe with them. And that's how you know that the date's date's not going to go on. So start with your interests first. Number eight, which is probably like my favorite, is how do you even deal with social anxiety when it comes to dating? Oh my gosh. So before a date, I like to pump myself up, look at myself in the mirror and be like, yo, you are a badass. You deserve love. If they don't like you, oh well. You are the prize. You are the queen. And just do it. Like, you'll be fine. Because I have less social anxiety when it comes to, like, going on the actual date. It's not like I don't because I get nervous still. But with my current boyfriend, I really didn't have anxiety with meeting him. It was just more like, I wonder if he's cool. Like, enough for me, you know? And, 
like social anxiety is more for when I'm trying to look for friendship and stuff. Uh, it was kind of hard when I was like single to talk to like random guys, but it kind of just happened. I was just very confident and just be like talking to my friends and then they want to talk to us and then you know you just like one thing and next to another it was just it was a good time when I was single too um I guess I could say I had I used to have social anxiety when I came to dating in high school I had this crush on this guy and I wanted a picture of him but I was just like talking out of my booty And I hid in the bathroom for the rest of the lunch period because my friend actually got him to take a picture. Like, I was so scared. And then I got to college and I told myself that I did not want to be that shy girl who had social anxiety to talk to, like, her crushes and things like that. So I just did a mindset mindset shift. I was like, no, I'm going to be this confident baddie that the toxic guy. And then after my toxic relationship, I was dating online, which is super, super easy, especially if you have social anxiety, because you don't have to go to a bar and meet somebody. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. You're just like, oh, let's meet up at Starbucks and meet up, just hope for the best. And then if it doesn't click, you just kind of like just walk away. And the social anxiety comes like at bars or at the mall and you see like people that you think is cute. So a lot of guys will like approach me. It was um, it was hard for me to look at other guys like that at the mall, but you kind of have to do eye contact. That also helps. But if you have like social anxiety, like you, it's something you just have to get out of your comfort zone, and you have to like dig deep into why you even have social anxiety. So number nine, is it okay to be vulnerable when dating? I think it is good to tell certain things like if you have an STD that, you know, is pretty epic like HPV or HIV, herpes, that's something you really need to like get out open in the air, let them know. Like before I even had sex with my boyfriend, I let him know I had HPV and I was like very, very clear about it. Uh... I didn't cry, though, not until, like, a month in, but when you need to be, it's okay to be vulnerable. And this will definitely help you spot out red flags, such as them throwing it in your face or using it against you, using your insecurities or your vulnerability against you. This will be a good way to, like, get out of those red flags. Like, they they will shy, and then that will tell you when you need so you won't get back into a toxic relationship and number 10 is what if i make a mistake while dating okay there is literally the only thing i can say is and the mistake is if you text your ex-boyfriend while you're dating you're always on the phone while you're on your date uh you're not listening to them you know that would be like little mistakes but without mistakes you're not going to learn so it's really good to just like make a mistake every now and again it's okay and there's no such thing as like a mistake unless like I said you said you took a call from a boyfriend or you left him for another guy and then you want to still date him you know those are things that are probably going to be red flags for him but mistakes are meant to be made because you will not learn from them so it's really okay to make mistakes and when you do make mistakes don't beat yourself up 
really just show yourself like love and compassion hold yourself you know give yourself some grace when you do make mistakes and try not to beat yourself up because we're human and it is allowed well thank you for listening and those are the frequently asked questions when it becomes to confidence in dating and i can't wait to see you guys uh, next week and please just subscribe like and follow for more Thank you for joining me on the Royally Confident Podcast. Remember, confidence is not something reserved just for royalty. It is a mindset and skill that anyone can cultivate. By embracing your unique qualities, overcoming self-doubt, and taking action towards your goals, you can unlock your inner confidence and reign supreme in all areas of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. Your support helps me reach more people who can benefit from my empowering content. Stay tuned for future episodes every sexy Sunday, where I will continue to explore the world of confidence and personal growth. Until then, remember to embrace your worth, believe in yourself, and live a life that is royally confident.